This episode of The Chaser Report is sponsored by the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. All your (coughs) favourite games in one (coughs) perfectly healthy (coughs) place. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Tuesday the 27th of July. Charles, you're looking glum. Could it be the fifth week of this lockdown that's just begun? It's not even like the fifth week. It's it's like just the beginning, isn't it? Because it's still going up. It's like, getting worse and worse, isn't it? It's just getting worse and worse and I'm just getting more and more despairing. Well, don't despair, Charles, because I have some amazing news from oh, yeah. the federal government. Yesterday they announced mm. 85 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine. We all know oh. vaccination's the way out of this. Everyone wants to get Pfizer. How about 85 million jabs? At last, that means that we can we will be out of here in a few weeks because if they can vaccinate everyone in the Sydney area, then then we can just start. Well, they can probably start lifting restrictions from next week. So eighty five million, Charles. That's yeah. sixty million for twenty twenty two, and what? another twenty five the year after that. Well, hang on, what about now? How many for extra for now? None for now, but sixty five million for next but- year. That's not in any way a reason to be happy, Dom. But, Charles, hang on. In the government's defence, in the government's defence, Charles, everyone's been criticising them because last year they didn't secure enough vaccine to to avoid this problem. So now they've secured enough vaccine to prevent the next wave next year. Right. Great. But nothing now. Well, it's quite hard to get Pfizer now, but future <laughs> Pfizer, it turns out, is quite easy right. to obtain. So, so they have solved a problem that I would have already assumed that they'd already solved. Like, I would have assumed that they'd ordered, ordered enough vaccine for next year and the year after. What well, what I also assumed, stupidly, obviously, was that they'd have enough vaccine for this year as well. But no, what you're saying is that what they've done is they've ordered enough vaccine, which is the essentially bare minimum you'd ever expect them to do. This is not an announcement. This is a fucking joke. Although, now that I think of it, Charles, next year's version of COVID might be completely resistant to the Pfizer vaccine. Yes, and we'll have all this Pfizer and it won't won't be the one that we need. Yes, that is what's going to happen because they've ordered it. And therefore, it definitely is a dud product. No wonder it was so cheap. (laughs) On today's program, we're going to catch up with Craig, who reckons he's got a solution to everyone's crap internet. I I very much doubt that. And what else have we got? And Craig's also volunteered to help out some of the protesters who've gotten in trouble with the law. Ooh, that'll be interesting. Uh, That's more. And we're also heading to Tokyo where Xander has just landed and uh, is covering the Olympics for us. It's uh, very special. Very exclusive indeed. But first, let's head to Rebecca Dayanamuno in the Chaser Newsroom. A television viewer has expressed frustration after spending the last few days watching Channel 7. The viewer said they were irritated that the Olympics kept getting in the way of all the ads. The Australian swimming team is celebrating this morning after... Oh, hold on, sorry. There's an ad break in the coverage, so I won't be able to bring you that story. New South Wales police have announced protesters from the weekend's anti-lockdown rally are going to be in big trouble when the New South Wales government responds to it in three weeks' time. And just getting back to that earlier story about the Australian swimmers, the team is... No, hold on. They've gone to another ad break. 
New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian has slammed suggestions that the Prime Minister Scott Morrison had interfered in the state's approach to lockdown. She pointed out that Morrison is not a mining company or property developer and so therefore doesn't have any influence over her government's decisions. And in sport, Australia's Olympics medal tally has increased again after... Oh, hold on, sorry. I've just gone to another ad break. That's all the latest Chaser news and none of the sports. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of The Chaser Report is sponsored by the Olympics coverage on Channel 7, where it's only a matter of time before someone says something horribly racist. My money's on Sam Payne. Well, Charles, I must say, I think it was a good management decision to send Xander, one of our interns, over to Tokyo rather than trying to go ourselves. There's a lot of COVID over there. It's a state of emergency. Xander, Hello. are you still well, alive? I mean, what a time to be alive. It mm. is an incredible experience over here. There mm. are literally thousands of thousands of people on the streets, mm. but uh-huh. they're all keen to get into the games and we've all been locked down. So I've been having to find heaps of creative ways to, you know, try watch basketball, try get in the stadiums. And honestly, that's been half the fun. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. I know that I promised you that we'd get you tickets. I actually lied. No one's allowed to go. <laughs> no, and it, the trip started off so well. Last week I got on the flight with Anastasia Palaget. We were having wine on the flight on taxpayers' dime. It was incredible. Nice. And then we yes. get there and then we're told we're not allowed in to watch any of the, the sports. Well, she is, you're not. Was John Coates on your flight as well? Yeah, he was. He was making a big racket yeah. out the front. He was trying to tell the pilots how to fly the plane. Um, <laughs> they had to actually tie him up and put him in the toilet. But the Aussies are going, okay. Mm. Um, and what else could you hope for, really? Well, you could hope for stadiums that are full of people and uh, a, a public that actually wants the Olympics. Isn't it the case that over 50% of Japanese people don't even want the Olympics to be there? No. Look, potentially it's 50%. I don't know, but I've spent way too much time running away from security to have a chance to run the numbers. So did you manage to sneak in anywhere? Yes, I did. I rented an inflatable kayak and I went to the men's triathlon. Um, oh, yeah. And fascinating, a boat, not mine, but a boat got in the way of half the competitors to start the race. What? Really? And there was a false start for the men's triathlon. And that was thrilling oh, to watch. Because you've got all these guys, they're going at it, they're swimming, and then suddenly all these other boats come p- c- trying to cross in front of them because their head's in the game, right? You can't just shout from the sideline, stop! You've literally got to stop them from swimming with boats because they'll just keep going. <laughs> so presumably that really advantaged all the laggards up the back <laughs> who, who weren't swimming very fast and didn't think they had a hope in hell because they wouldn't have been tired. No, they've not even dived in the water yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That gives me a great idea, actually, Xander. Can you arrange to drive a truck with Listen to the Chaser Report written on the side just before the marathon kicks off? Yes. Just along the course? Okay, yeah. Well, I tried to get into the cycling. 
with a listen to the chaser report t-shirt on but i just mm. couldn't pedal fast enough well, i think maybe you should get one of those electric bikes oh that's good i reckon you'd even be able to get into the marathon do just use the same technique that the guy in 1904 used. Remember that? I'll just get in the Uber and then... Get, it, yeah. get in the car. Just join you the just pack drove. halfway along. That's a very good yeah. idea. Well, I mean, there's so, enough advertisements on during the Olympics anyway. I don't see what the problem mm. of us sneaking in a bit of Chaser advertisements is, you know? Like, everyone's advertising. Channel 7 has mm. got, like, 25 ads a minute. I've watched four days of Olympics. I have not seen a single sport mm. yet. But they've set a record. They've set a world record for the number of ads in an hour. I mean, that's never been achieved before. It's it's incredibly impressive. Hats off to all at seven. They've got more than an hour's worth of ads in every hour. It's insane. And even here, when we get COVID tested, um, before they tell you if you're positive or negative, they actually offer you Domino's later specials. (laughs) What was your highlight of yesterday's... uh event, Sander? Oh, it definitely has to be winning big in the freestyle. Um, that coach just absolutely going off in the stands was incredible yes. to be there. Did you mm. sell him that Coke? Yes. It was the it was the good <laughs> stuff. I mean, I'm not going to say who from in the Queensland government supplied it to me, but mm. my God, the, the party dust that is going around the Olympic Village at the moment is just wild. And when you're stuck inside all the time, what else can you do? All right. Well, well done. Don't get COVID. I'll try. Are you feeling alienated by the COVID lockdown? Yeah, I am. Are you financially struggling because the government won't let you work, but also won't financially support you to stay home? It's bloody ridiculous. Do you wish you could walk around with your loved one without fear of being arrested? That would be lovely. Well, you should try punching a horse in the face. That felt amazing. Of course it did. I don't really mind the lockdown. Well, are you worried about climate change? Yeah. Do you wish the government would stop subsidising fossil fuels that are destroying the planet? Yeah, we need green energy now. Well, you should try kicking a dog in the ribs. Wow, no more problems. Yeah, damn right. I I want the council to put speed bumps in front of the school. Strangle a pigeon. There you go. I'm not happy with that. Step on a frog. There's no better way to demonstrate your legitimate grievances than by assaulting an innocent animal. Actually, I'm not a huge fan of this podcast and I think it's high time I gave them a piece of my mind. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Come on. This episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by the Olympics. Tune in and watch the world's best athletes compete in the world's favourite sports. And skateboarding. Yep, that's on the list too. Fucking hipsters. Hide your single-use plastics. Because Craig's here. So, uh, guys, uh, Win the Weeks has been taken off there for a while, which meant I had to go out and get another job for the last couple of weeks. And I went back to my old, uh, well, not that I ever did this, but I went back I decided to become a lawyer All right. for a little while just to right. fill in the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, use my degree. Mm-hmm. It's been great. Uh, I got all these clients on the weekend. Um, I don't know if you saw it. There was this like uh, happy protest in the cities around Australia. Mm, <laughs> it oh, was. yeah. It was about freedom or something. Freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. The freedom to punch horses of... primarily. Oh, see, interesting you say that, Tom, because that's one of my clients. Uh, not the horse, the guy. Uh... The free speech guy, the yellow singlet. Wow. Exactly, and I can I just so what's his defence? Look, it's you got to understand that this guy he's a kind of anti-vaxxer and you know like an 
Instagram influencer, right? That is the kind of world we're talking about here, right? And in that world, it's very important mm. that you, you you've got to show, you know, you've got to make a stand if you find anyone that's smarter than you, okay? And so this guy saw this horse, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh no, this guy's, you know, he's a smart ass horse. He kept like laughing at him, and he was clearly smarter than him. So he just felt the need to kind of assert his dominance at that moment. Yes. I mean, wouldn't we all do the same? And the great thing was he was he was surrounded by no one else that was smarter than him, so he just had to take it out on this horse. Uh, and I think if we'd all put that situation, we would have done the same thing, I think. Um, so I think so that is, is that be... your defence? Is that your legal defence, Craig? <laughs> that it's legitimate to punch people who are smarter than you? I suppose that's been your career. I think that's why the interns have been getting abused this entire time. Yes. <laughs> See, there's precedent. Yeah. Yeah. Precedent's yeah. a word, right? But I must be my it's my other client that I'm really Really, I actually passionately want to protect this person. That's. Did you see the fire toilet toilet person? Yes. Yes. There's oh, been yeah, yeah. so much abuse of that person. Like, oh, you know, I'm in lockdown and this fire toilet's out there. The fire toilet is not an anti-vaxxer. He was just caught going out to get some fuel for his fire <laughs> toilet, and he found himself in the middle of that thing. And the only way you can keep fuck with anti-vaxxers who aren't wearing masks away from you is with fire twirling equipment. He's just like, get back, you'll give me coronavirus, man. He was the only person who's 1.5 metres away from everyone else. Yeah, exactly. That's how you keep these people away from you is with fire twirling equipment. As as somebody who is that unlucky to end up in the middle of of an anti-lockdown protest, I don't know if somebody that unlucky should be handling fire on a day-to-day basis. Oh, it was just outdoor <laughs> recreation. It's permitted under the health order. I, I think it should become a bigger thing, like because clearly currently New South Wales laws aren't working. If we made masks mm. and fire twirling compulsory, it would solve all <laughs> yes. of the social distancing problems. Like if we all went to the shops with fire twirling, wouldn't it be so much safer? And I, I don't know whether there's been any peer-reviewed journals. But I'm pretty sure that fire... You, uh, you didn't be, say about that. You just said you don't know if there's been any peer-reviewed journals, full stop, about yeah. anything. No, about, about, You've really looked into you know, it, Charles. <laughs> about fire and corona. But I imagine that fire would destroy corona. Charles, if you just imagine a solution to coronavirus, then I've got some really interesting clients of mine <laughs> that you can probably get together with. Oh, I've been chatting to them on Facebook. They're great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so fire twirling is the solution to all of our problems. What's more, they they had to cancel Vivid, so just get everyone fire twirling and you won't even need it. This is why there haven't been any outbreaks in Byron, because they've been doing this for years up there. (laughs) Have you ever seen somebody in Byron who isn't fire twirling? The Chaser Report is sponsored by the Tokyo Olympics. Ah, mate, the Brisbane games are way better. they haven't happened. Oh, shut up. You're just a jealous little Sydney bitch. I- I'm excited for another Australian Olympics. Oh, mate, Brizzy's going to be wild. It's going to be a long 11 years. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Craig's full of solutions. Caution might contain flaws. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Uh, how are you finding lockdown and um, being at home with all of your family all homeschooling and homeworking it's good isn't it yeah my homeschooling is going great i've officially passed like quantum physics level one so by the end of this lockdown i'm hoping to build my own billionaire rocket well as as you know i was a late bloomer with this stuff and it took me until i was 41 to have a child i can't believe neither of you warned me what about the pandemic no, about how crap children can be when you stuck at home with them. Well, it's good. Well, this is the thing. I mean, if only we'd been warned about this because the thing I've been struggling with all week was the internet and not having any of it or not having nearly enough of it to actually work with everyone working from home. So luckily I was employed recently by the federal government to come up with a flawless solution to the internet problems. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. This is very useful for me. Can you help me with my problem, which is that my internet just turns off every few hours? No, no. That's how it was designed, Charles. Of course I can't. Oh, right. <laughs> Take a few break. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you know why that is? Oh, why? It's because the way we designed it, right, is you've got this like, imagine like a roadway and you've got this massive super highway with eight lanes of traffic, oh, right? Yes, I like that. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. And everything's driving down it. And then suddenly yes. you come to a little one-way street yes. <laughs> with cars parked each side and that. And that's, yeah. that's the copper network. So that's how we designed it to work <laughs> that way. I looked into this and it's amazing they never thought of this when they were coming up with this MBN thing. Mm. But what you can do is you can take fiber optic cable yeah. directly to the house directly to the place where you're going to use it. So you don't have to funnel it through this tiny little small thing. I mean, how brilliant would it have been if that was the idea when we initially came up with the idea but, of MBN? Talking but, crazy. But, but Craig, that would sounds like it would cost slightly more than just using the copper that's there already. Yeah, but look, I know. But what you've got to imagine is that maybe at some time in the future, we're going to want to watch movies or there'll be a fucking pandemic, whichever one seems more likely. And, and I know as a policymaker, you don't know what's going to happen, but I guess there was a chance that in like within three or four years, we'd need more internet speed. So Craig, I don't mean to sort of sound condescending or mm. knowledgeful in your presence or, <laughs> or in anyone's presence, Charles, I would argue. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was actually the original design of the MBN. <gasps> what? What? Yeah, the yeah, Rudd version. Crazy. You're right. That was the Rudd version. That was the Rudd to the home. Yes, and, and in fact, actually, in unique parts of Australia, like in parts of Tasmania, in Armadale, in, in New South, regional New South Wales, and in where my dad lives in regional Victoria, that is what they have. There are a few <laughs> little test pilot places where the fibre goes all the way to the home. You, mm. And you know what the problem with that is, though, Craig? Yes, is I that do it's know. so wonderful. I think the problem is that... Yeah. If, hypothetically speaking, you have joined the Liberal Party and been put in charge of coming up with a policy 
and you want to seem like mm. you're smart because you used to have an internet company, you might mm. have to come up with a solution that seems cheaper. That's right. the problem with that. Right. But well, isn't it, guys, no, the Liberal Party are good economic managers, all right? They're just doing what they have to do to remain affordable, okay? I mean, yeah, we're gonna ignore like the tripling in the debt for the last like three years. But apart from that, this copper is saving us tens of dollars. Yes. All right? Yes, exactly. Like instead of paying $89.99 for an internet service which turns off every few hours, I might have to pay like, what, $93.47 to have this sort of super highway to the premises. For efficient world-class internet, Charles. Tom was made some mistakes in the past, but this was a very small one because if you look at it from his perspective, I guess it kind of made sense because if you are a billionaire that used to own an internet company, you can probably get around this problem. And I think he just forgot to apply that. He was applied that to everyone and forgot that maybe that wasn't the situation we'd all be in. I've got a solution for you, which is if you're struggling Mm -hmm. with an internet, why don't you become a billionaire that used to own an internet company and then you can get around the solution. Uh, oh, my God. I can't believe it, Charles. You've come up with the flawless solution. I've come time. up with the flawless solution. To be fair, his flawless solution is stop being poor, just to reiterate that to everyone else. No, it's to become a billionaire. You don't, it's not just being, uh, not being yeah. poor. Yeah, anyone got it's, an emerald like mine that we can invest in? you have to be an internet millionaire. In or? So you don't, I don't think my idea will work. That seems ridiculous to actually deliver functioning internet tools houses. But your idea of me personally becoming an internet millionaire and solving the problem in my own house only is brilliant. Thank you, Charles. You can take over the franchise. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Chaser Report is sponsored by the Olympics coverage on Channel 7. Three weeks of uninterrupted ads, all day, every day. And finally, Charles, there is a way out of this lockdown. I promise you I've found a solution and it should be accessible to both of us. Oh, great. Okay. Yep. See, two prominent Sydney siders actually were allowed to leave Sydney, I think last week or so. Mm. The founders of Hillsong, Brian and Bobby Houston, were given permission to leave Sydney and travel to Mexico to Mm. preach at a church service. Even though all the church services in Sydney are happening on Zoom, they were allowed to go to fucking Mexico to fucking preach. Well, I mean, that is good news because, as you know, I, Dom, have just invented the Chaser Church and 
the first, coincidentally, the very first service is going to be held next Sunday in Cancun. Really? In, in, in Mexico. Mexico? Yeah. Yes. It's a beautiful so, place. Dom, um, would you like to become my, I don't know, deputy vice president? What, what would it be? Deputy could, cardinal? Yeah, I could be deputy cardinal. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Well, you could be the pope and I could be, I could be George Pell. That's a good job. What? Well, no, no. See, my religion's a bit different to the Catholic Church, which is we don't fuck kids. Yes. So, yeah. Give it a few <laughs> millennia. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, no, we've got a very – I mean, it's very strange. You may not actually get any of the exemptions mm. that uh, the federal government gives everyone else. But, yeah, no, our, our church um, doesn't believe in having sex with kids Right. Uh, and it it, do, it doesn't believe in covering them up even. It's very it's Ooh. a very different religion. Do you think do you think we even considered a religion in Australia? No, I, th- I and I think it's going to be very hard to get uh, to get priests. I think yeah. um I think you're going to really it's have trouble growing the movement, Charles. Yeah, that's going to be hard, isn't it? Yeah. Oh well, <sighs> maybe we just have to stick to the fucking lockdown. Then. Yeah, actually, Charles. The more I think about it. Being stuck in miserable Sydney is still better than joining Hillsong. That's all we've got time for today. Lots of news up at chaser.com.au. Please uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts saying you want to join our church. Yes, the Church of Chaser. Church of Chaser. We turn wine into water. What you do is you send us all your wine and, and we'll send you back some water. Praise be. Our <laughs> Gary's from Road microphones are part of the Acast Creator Network. See you later. See ya.